Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And this week we are talking about what women want. What women the want. Classic. <laughs> the classic. The <laughs> classic. Jesus. No, no, oh no, never. Yeah. The, the pure it, sarcasm. Pure sarcasm. It's, it's uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, Moby Dick, and What and Women, what women, women want. want. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> The famous crotch scene? How could you not? This is uh, Craig. Before we jump into anything, have you seen? Have you you seen this movie yeah, before? Yeah, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, I think I saw it in theaters. Even like it was huge when it, it came was out. A big movie. People were talking about it. Like morning shows were talking about it. Yeah. They were like, do you think this? It was like a point of conversation. I went to see this, and I think I went to go see this as like. Uh, well, I think I would have still been in high school when this came out, and I just remember watching this and being like, yeah. That's fine. Like, like yeah. n- nothing. And it is insane how bad this movie has. Yes. Made. Like, oh lord. Like this has aged like eggs. Yes. 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 Eggs. I already ate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Okay, guys. And if you've never seen this movie before, I think I could probably bang this out in like three sentences. Um. Uh. Mel Gibson, who is Nick. <laughs> is a horrible, horrible, horrible man. He's a misogynist. He's a total fucking dick. Um, he gets a, a female boss that he does not respect. She sends him home with some female products to be like, this is a market we're trying to corner. He electrocutes himself. He can hear what women want and then uses that for evil for the rest <laughs> of the movie. End of movie. That's it. It's the whole movie. <laughs> Pretty, oh, sorry, is that not the whole movie? Yeah, there's, there's some subtleties <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, but we'll there's, get into it. There's but. <laughs> uh, there's, an, uh, there's a uh, an assistant who tries to kill herself. There's uh, Dude, that's so secondary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> fall in love at some point. There's love. like all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Helen Hunt is in there. Helen Hunt's in there. Anyway, but like that's pretty much the movie, okay? Yeah. Mel Gibson gets superpowers. He uses them for evil. That's all this movie <laughs> is. Now, the weird thing about this movie is that there's not really a villain yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna float a couple names here for you so i i think from the perspective of like the movie is nick supposedly learning his lesson i'm gonna argue that he doesn't um uh, but i think from his standpoint at the beginning of the movie there's a few people who are against him Mm -hmm. um one i'm gonna say is uh dan wanamaker alan alda's character his his boss's boss this is the guy who gives um, Darcy, Helen Hunt's character, mm-hmm. the job that Nick was supposed to be up to. So that's a villain because it's stopping him. He also him fires from, her at the end. Yeah, yeah okay. stops okay, him yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And is the guy who legitimately is responsible for him not getting that promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I'm going to go with is uh, uh, Darcy herself. I think at the start of the movie, Nick views her as an adversary. 
Yeah, it's just hard because now, like, watching this movie, I'm like, well, obviously Nick's the villain. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Everything he did is wrong. <laughs> He's terrible, and you're very right when you say he does not even fucking brush up no. to the lesson he needs to learn. <laughs> and I think another person who is a villain in this, if you're gonna, if you were to ask me, I don't think the movie intends them as a villain, but based on their actions in it, they absolutely are, is the psychiatrist. Dr. Perkins, played by Bette Midler. Mm. I need to I need to unload about <laughs> her professional credentials. Yes. Real heavy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, get to yeah. That. yeah I, well, and also I would actually say the strongest, most prominent villain, and one I will not be defending, is Cameron. Oh, uh his daughter's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, is yeah. actually just like gross. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a teenage sleazeball. Yes, you're 18, she's 15. Ew. <laughs> and I know it's only three years, but I think we can both agree that that's, yeah, that's not a gap we want to see at that time. Sure. I, I honestly, it's, it's so weird for me not having kids and not having been 15 or 18 in too long. Yeah. I'm like, what is the, like, the di- well, like, like I'm the just difference like, is even visual. No, it's like, huge. And they it's did huge. a good job of doing that. They brought him in, and they were like, clearly, this is an older individual. Yeah, and I'm not defending it in any way. I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't have any clear concept of that age anymore. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, what? No, but like fi- the jump from 15 to 18 yeah, is crazy. Pretty, it's, it's pretty huge. huge. It's, pretty it's huge. huge. And this isn't correct. Also, yeah, not no pressure and like you promised. Yeah. Like, oh God, that was giving me the creepy crawlies for sure. That whole plot line. I was like, gross, 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 gross. And he's like, no, like I'll go buy you a prom dress. I was like, this isn't the lesson. Get involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just go off on Cameron right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's start there. Okay. So a hundred percent. Cause like, I know this is like a, this is supposed to be a turnaround for Nick, right? He comes back and is like, oh, I over. You didn't overreact. She's 15, alone at your house with an 18-year-old. No bra. Yeah, 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 yeah. No bra. Okay, any father's allowed to freak out a little bit, and he doesn't even really lose it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't. He's just kind of like, ah! <laughs> yeah, and to his credit, he does try and have some sort of talk with her about it, but, like, she's already had that talk. Yes, she's you already know. had that talk, and, like... And I, I think this movie makes the point a couple of times, but she, his daughter is correct for being like, no, you're not allowed to just all of a sudden be like the bet. You, you know what I mean? Come in here and be like totally switched as a dad. You it's can't not suddenly how this works. be interested. You haven't built, you have not instilled any trust in me. You constantly fuck off. She starts by calling him Uncle Dad. (laughs) That's what she calls him at the beginning of this movie. She's like, that's how close we are. He's like an uncle to me. Oof. Jesus. And he has the audacity to show up and be like, well, it's Dad. Remember, my name's Dad. Do you remember that? Do you remember your name's dad? Because I don't think so. Because are you showing up to be a dad? I don't think so. He's not. He's not. No, 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 no. Like, there's, there's like, I know there's, like, the whole, like, well, I'm a, as a father of a daughter. But, like, at what point do you not, do you have a daughter and you don't go, oh, yeah. You know, like, I'm not saying that's when those things should occur to you. Yeah. Oh, but yes. how do they not? Oh, God. You don't even get me start on the, the absolute, because they, okay, 
So his backstory is that he grew up with like around showgirls and that's any, and his mother would kind of stick him with these ultra macho men. How is he not supposed to end up like this? And it's like, what do you mean? Like, how is he not supposed to end up like, sexually assaulting his his maid like <laughs> like the, literally one of the first things we see him do is slap her ass yeah 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 come on well and that that is also <laughs> and I'd love your take on this because I feel that if you are in the uh if you're a sex worker mm-hmm. um or you know sh- I'm not saying showgirls are sex workers but like kind of that Vegas Mm-hmm. lifestyle it's somewhat implied that he was involved with people like that yes um surrounded by women mm-hmm. your mother is one of those showgirls. you're in the change room i feel like the influence would bend more towards having extreme sympathy and understanding towards women yeah like i've never I- met a man that's like i grew up with mostly women that didn't and just like yaga yaga, yeah, no, like, <laughs> like never have I seen that. I don't think right, and exactly, and I'm especially not it doesn't where, exist, but you know, well, and especially where like sex is so normalized mm-hmm. that like you don't really think of it as like this like ooh thing that I'm gonna get and it's like I'm gonna play grab ass or whatever. Like don't get me wrong, I know there's like fucking sleaze balls involved with that. Yeah, um, but. Like, it seems to me the conversation would be more like, hey, why is that guy grab the girl's asses? Uh, in the change room, the promoter or whatever, mm. and her mom would be like, "Some men are assholes." Yeah, and, and that's we not all how you hate tre- him. <laughs> that's not, and that's not how you treat women. And mm-hmm. you're gonna, you're going to learn, grow up to to respect women more, or at least a, a normal amount. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. like I see you could have weird ideas about sex or like sexuality and to be more comfortable with things that are the other. But like, it doesn't that doesn't strike me as a thing where you would grow up as a misogynist. No, that didn't jive with me either. It didn't, yeah. it didn't connect for me at all. I'm like, no, you would have, if anything, you'd be like desensitized to this. Wouldn't you? I would think so. Yeah. You yeah. You'd be like, oh, at work, like with your dick half out all the time. You exactly. Know what I mean? like, that, that very much reeks of a man raised by men. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, we, I grew up in a shack with, uh, six other men, mm-hmm. uh, brothers and dad. And there was one poster on the wall that we could all look at. <laughs> and that was our exposure to women. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. then when we, I got we to pointed Chicago, at a Rocky poster to show our emotions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky three, Rocky three. <laughs> where, where, where are you at today? I'm Wait. a Rocky too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, you're right. It doesn't go. What? Okay, I will. I'm gonna give this movie a compliment. <laughs> oh, I know that's it's fucking hefty. There is there's a scene. There's so there's two scenes kind of close together that I actually think does depict some very real things. Where I'm like, okay, okay this is the one moment where I'm like, yeah. And it's when the first time he walks through his office and does his little jokes and da 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 and oh don't eat that and blah 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 and then they do it again where he can hear what they're thinking yeah and I'm like that is what that is yeah because when you're at a workplace like I the amount of times I've heard something jokes or don't eat that just horrifying and you just go ha 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 and you're just like okay like whatever I can't and you just avoid those people yeah because you're like I just don't want to deal with my supervisor who's a fucking pervert. 
Okay, and hundred percent. Because this guy's a pervert. Okay, every conversation he has is about sex. Every joke is so sex. I'm like, you're at work, sir. Everything's about like uh, big-breasted women and cascading waterfalls and shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just too. He's so souped up. Like yeah. if if they did this at like fifty percent, that I'd be like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah, that's a, that's an excellent point. Yeah, because if you were just like, if it was just a guy who didn't, I don't know, like didn't understand like relationships. Yeah. Or like, as opposed to being like this super sex charged, and like literal like misogynist is yeah. the other, like like when he's like tasked with come up with an ad for lipstick mm-hmm. he goes think like a broad think like a broad like yeah. even talking to you know like there's there's kind of two types there's like performative yeah and then there's like very self-ingrained mm-hmm. like misogyny and like i think this would go for everything right like i say broad because like i want you to know that i'm tough and i don't, I don't yeah care. And there's a bunch of men around there's a bunch of men around yeah. i was like hey man what are these broads thinking there's kind of that performative thing but then when you do it yourself by yourself you're just like oh man that's so deeply ingrained in who you are like that's I'm not very, saying either no, that's are a, right no but that's a very very good point like I don't even have another word to replace that with yeah, in my I'm vocabulary alone, and yeah. I'm saying this to myself yeah to reassure myself I don't know yeah to be yeah cause it's like the machoism right it's like yeah. I'm saying broad so that you you guys know I don't care about women even though that's the only thing I ever think about like it's <laughs> <laughs> like what do these women want if you tried listening like that is the thing that this movie does oh. is like it's not that hard <laughs> most of these women say what they want and then their thoughts are like just like the the actual like super specific version of it. Yes. Like for dummies. Absolutely. Like there there is a point where uh, he's trying to have the talk with Alex, his daughter. Yes. And uh, she says to him, I don't think uh, you, it's like, what is it? I think you're the last person on earth who would have, should be giving relationship advice. She says that yep. to her father. Any sane man would go, Oof. <laughs> yeah. That's a brutal takedown from my daughter about how literally no relationships work. Mm-hmm. And this man, not only is he, he is dumb. There are so many parts of this movie where things need to be explained to him that should just be apparent from listening. And this is <laughs> this is one of them. Because her thought is, he's never had a real relationship in his life. It's like, yeah, man, you don't need to be a mind reader to get that subtext. If your daughter tells you you're the last person in the world who should be giving relationship advice, that's the subtext of what she said. No, yeah, you don't need the extra... <laughs> You don't need the Coles notes for no, that. No, this no. isn't Shakespeare. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. You're right. It's so funny because he does that through the whole movie, except yeah. for when he's lifting ideas <laughs> yeah. for his job. Oh, he's yeah. Stealing. <laughs> Even that is not his idea. He has to be told you could use this to your advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're right. And he goes, Jesus "You're Christ. right. I never thought of that." I'm sorry. We could, we could, we could spend all day debating the morality of whether or not um, unconscious thought reading, like you can't help it, you can't turn it on and off, yeah. is like what okay, the morality um, of that mm-hmm. is. But I think it would occur to both of us immediately that if we had the ability to read minds 
gender, mm. n- not specific, whatever, that that is information that we could be used to our advantage. I think that's the first thing most people would think. Yeah, and or at least other people's advantages. Like, like that's how little he respects women. Is he's like, well, what are these intrusive thoughts that I have? <laughs> doesn't even occur to him that he could. Uh, uh, no, not for a second. It no. doesn't seem to occur to him to help anybody really for like the yeah. longest time. And that's so weird because that would be. If you had like some sort of power all of a sudden, my immediate thought would be like, okay, like what can I do with this? Like, is there somebody that would, is there like a different job I should be doing now? Like, should I go like maybe listen to like coma patients or something and see if there's something going on or like for science or something, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. We could utilize this in a much larger way. Find missing people. Yeah. Like by interrogating, you know. Uh, oh, about, great as an interrogator. You yeah, just ask questions, just, hear what the answers are. Like, yes. I, I think we should go look here for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a million ways you could use that to, like, super benefit society. And his uh, thought isn't even to help himself at his own job. Yeah. It's <laughs> for what like, he has to be told. <laughs> it's like, this is literal gold that is being handed to you mm-hmm. in your job. Like, like, advertisers would love to know what everyone's thinking. They have entire departments to tell them that. Mm-hmm. What do people think of this color? What do people want in a car? What like you're a one man focus group, you know what I mean? And he's so bad at it. And also, how bad do you have to be? This is 2000. Like they have this speech at the beginning where they're like, you know, the 80s were our heyday, and then like the 90s came along, and like all of a sudden, you know, it wasn't about selling sports cars and like, you know, <laughs> Axe body spray. I can only assume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course that's in. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, do you know women are buying shit now? I was like, th- you are so insanely behind the times. Whereas as a high level ad executive, you've never, never, never had to work on an ad. For women? Ever. Are you kidding me? Women. (laughs) 51% of the population, and you just, like, noped right out of it. I can't believe... Just so bad at his job. Which brings me to uh, Dan, Alan Alda's character. Yes. Absolutely makes the right call hiring... Of course uh, he does, yes. uh, Darcy. Darcy, yeah. His reasoning is even, like, we're falling behind. Mm -hmm. This is a huge market. Yep. Um, she is good at what she does. She's got a great reputation. We are, we only do men and like, that's a big, big problem. We need to do change from the top, bring in new leadership, new ideas. This is the way that we save our company. And I was like, yeah, probably a little late, but good for you for doing it now. I, I a hundred percent agree with him. Yeah, I do. But there's, okay, there's one point in the movie where I'm like, okay, because she is, so we've got kind of, the, the, we've got this battle between Darcy and Nick, and Nick's like slowly falling in love with Darcy, but also ripping off all her ideas at the same time. Yeah. And so he's kind of handing things in one step ahead of her, right? Yeah. Always one step ahead, and they're like the exact same thing. Okay, if I have an employee that all of a sudden is turning out vastly different work <laughs> and it's the same as someone else's, I'm going to guess it's someone else's. Yeah. I think I'm going to connect those yeah, dots pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's no way that guy was handing in that type of work prior. No, it's like someone getting like F's all semester and handing in an A plus exam 
And you're like, did you sit next to the A-plus student? Yes! <laughs> it's like sometimes, and this is so bad. Oh, you did? <laughs> you happened to be right next to that person, even though you weren't in class and didn't pay attention? Oh, okay. But wonder some, what happened here. Sometimes you can hear it from, like, uh, comedians. You ever see a comedian Ooh. where you're like, oh, like, all of this, and then all of a sudden they'll get to one joke that's absolutely, like, mind-shattering, like, just incredible, and you're like, oh, yeah, you lifted that for sure. <laughs> There's no way the same person wrote all that yeah, and yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. impossible. Yeah. You lifted it. <laughs> and I'll also point out that what he's doing, you don't need superpowers to do. It's called megaphoning, right? Mm -hmm. He's literally hearing her ideas and saying them louder. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. To the people who are listening. That's all he's doing. Oh, can I just say, and I know, I'm, okay, I can remember there was a time that this was true, but I feel like, well, I don't know who likes Mel Gibson anymore, to be honest. <laughs> you're, you're just like, oh yeah, that's a trash fire of a human being, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all agree, trash fire. So when it's hard to mentally make the leap that this guy's irresistible to women, Yep. In my mind now, yep. because there's such a barrier up. And when this movie came out, I was, what was this, 2000? So I was, yes. I was 10 when this movie <laughs> came out. So I saw it obviously later, but still I would have been like a teenager. Sure. What teenager is looking at Mel Gibson like, yeah, <laughs> sick. No, but yeah. No, 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 no. He and it was wasn't like one for of those, teenagers. No, 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 yeah, but he was like a... one of those guys that's like hot for older ladies. Yeah, yeah. But because... He's such a bad person. It's like it's it's been lost completely to me. So it's just like a totally funny thing to me for that me to he's watch. Like irresistible. That he's like watching, and women are like, "Hello, blue eyes." And, and the character is so gross in yes. this too. You're like, "Oh, it's what like you? doubled." Okay. Yes. Uh, so here's here's a fun little thing I discovered about Mel Gibson and Helen Hunt in this. So this is a this is an insufferable movie to sit through. Uh, I had to do it in two shifts. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's too late. I can't deal with this anymore. I have to. But because of that, and also thank you, Legend of Korra episode. I also know that you can speed things up a little on ah, Netflix. Yes. So there were certain scenes where it's like, I don't need to sit through the whole dress montage in nope. in regular yeah. speed. There's there's certain parts. I Although like, I do like a dress montage. I'm going to be yeah, honest with enough, you. I, like, I stayed for this it. This movie is two hours long. It should be an hour and a half tops. And yeah. I was just like, uh, let's get through parts of this a little quicker. Mm -hmm. I watched most of it at one time speed. But here's <laughs> here's what I noticed because of that. At 1.5 speed, Mel Gibson is frantic as hell. Oh, like yeah. he looks like a squirrel jumping yeah. around. He's like, bah, 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 bah. he looks manic as hell. Well, because he even looks like that at points without it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Just jumping around, wild eyes, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Helen Hunt, by contrast, what an elegant, oh. poised woman. So calm, literally, so literally, good at her job. Literally, even at one and a half times, all of her movement is so fluid and lands so specifically on like a certain emotion. I was like, it is almost incomprehensible that you're moving faster than you should be right now. Yeah. I was like, you are... You're you're like Zen almost, <laughs> and I was just like, that's such a stark contrast. I love Helen Hunt should be in more shit. I'm just yeah, say she she's like really it. she does give this movie a lot more charm. Like without her, yeah. it's wow, oh my god. And you're right, she is very. She has this wonderful kind of like 
softness, but she's hard at the same point. You know what I mean? She that they didn't make her like, oh, I'm a I'm a hard boss bitch, and you got to break me down. No, no, no. She's just like, I'm very good at my job. I am a complex human being. Yes, fantastic. Hundred percent. I her first like meeting, like welcome aboard, everybody. Here I am. You've maybe heard. You know, I came over here really excited to be working here today. This is what we need to accomplish. If I was in that meeting, I'd be like, this will be great. I like you, boss. Like I was immediately mm-hmm. on board with like her pitch, her I confidence. Loved her pitch. I was like, "Yep, that all makes sense." And like Nick and his buddy are just like snickering in the back. I'd be like, "You're out. Get out of here." Oh, absolutely. It's so they are such children the whole time. Yeah. Like I can't even like because the project she gives them is a good project. It makes sense. I've built you boxes. Take these things home. You don't have to use them. You just have to look at them, assess them. These are products we are trying to sell. Also, who gives a fuck? And also, this is, let me say, her first day. So yeah. all that work she did on her own time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Coming into work, prepare. Yeah, like day one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan, Dan, Alan, all that must have been like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, coming coming with reading assignments on your first day of class? Give this woman all the money. Yes. And bears repeating, every single idea Nick has is her idea. He just says it first or louder. 1,000%. literally lifting all her work and gaslighting her. And I mean gaslighting not in the broad sense in which, like, it's been used for everything these days, but literally... The definition. definition of like, <laughs> he is making her doubt her own sanity by, she's like, did I say that first? Like, that's so mean to do something. If you could read somebody's mm-hmm. mind, that would drive them absolutely fucking insane. And they would have no idea why. Like, if you said something literally split seconds before they did, like you thought it, and I was just like, and, uh, you know, I, I just said, you're like, you're thinking of red puppies. And I go, red puppies. Before you could say it, you would, and if that happened, if that happened once, you'd be like, what a weird coincidence. If that happened all the time, you'd be like, get away from me, Craig, get away from me. Yeah. Or I I would even go the other way and say like, he's, he has essentially manipulated her into becoming into him by being like, we're so, she genuinely believes that they have this deep connection. Yes. That they're thinking on the same wavelength at all times. Okay. Yeah. At what point do you go? Oh my God. Okay. Like this isn't. This is. This, this is, is special. Ooh, this is. Yeah. We're firing. Like literally. If this movie's five minutes longer, this whole relationship falls the fuck apart he, so fucking fast. He didn't really learn listening skills. He didn't skills. do anything. <laughs> he didn't learn dick all. He. You know what he learned? He learned that women think. That's what he learned. That was the big revelation yes. that they have internal lives. Like yeah. it's like that's psychopath <laughs> level. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's all he learns is that women have thoughts and apparently poodles too. Uh, yeah. Which I is, mean, that's opens a whole can of worms. Oh so like, God. Funny gag. Monsieur, monsieur, I need to poop. Uh, yeah. But you know, somebody at that meeting with, you know, it'd be funny if he could listen to all the bitches thoughts. And then oh went, God. Bro. You're right. You're right. <laughs> That's that's where that came from. Yes, I don't 100%. like it. I don't like it. A hundred percent. That's where that came from. Um, I'm so certain. <laughs> I'm so you see, because a bitch is <laughs> the name of a dog, dog, but it's also what I call my ex-wife. Oh God. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and speaking, can we? I need to dive into the absolute sure, pure, unhinged villainy of the therapist. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she, he's desperate. He's like, women have thoughts? Oh my God, I need to get this out of my head. He tries reversing it. And he ends up on the doorstep of a couple's therapist that he'd gone to with his ex-wife. Because he's like desperate. I don't know who to turn to. You're the only therapist I know. Red flag. Uh, <laughs> Uh, is like, help me out. Fine, whatever. Seek mental health mm-hmm. help however you can. She doesn't believe him at first. He says some things where he like proves her yeah, that think he of can a number. do it. Yeah. And he, he does and all the rest. That I'm all fine with. And then she has this turn and she just says, um, uh, she's like, you can learn from this it's like the world can be yours she goes full megalomania right away and this is this is this is a woman this is yeah. a woman yeah, yeah, who yeah, knows yeah. what a fucking sleaze bag this man is and she goes uh what is it uh uh freud died um yeah freud died wondering at the age of 86 what do women want and you're the one person who can figure it out it's like he's not the one person who can figure it out women tell you what they want you are a woman it's like like for you to be a therapist and be like it is a complete black box mystery as to what one entire gender (laughs) thinks you are a therapist you are a couple's therapist and her advice is like use this to manipulate women like like they it's almost like they needed somebody to give him permission to do this in the movie so not all of the villainy was on him but i was like that is absolutely unhinged advice to give as oh that's a therapist. yes of course it is it's like you have an ability use that to your advantage and take advantage of other people yeah what? If anything, I'd be like, you know what you would make? Maybe a great therapist. Can we get you in some courses? <laughs> you can sit next to me and tell me if they're lying. <laughs> yeah, I think she even says you can rule. Like, yeah, oh I was my like, God. Yeah. Yeah, and especially, you're right. She knows this man. She doesn't, she's not happy to see him. Yeah. She remembers him. She remembers him. And it's just like, use this power for evil. Peace. Yes. And that's immediately what he does. Whereas like, I, I think every, um, every experience I've had with a therapist or mental health professional, they're like, mm-hmm. it's about compassion. It's about like loving yourself, knowing what other people want is a gift. Like it'll help you communicate better mm-hmm. with other people. It'll help you like, like see eye to eye and understand where misunderstanding like you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use this to better humanity and she's like rule rule with an iron fist you know what's so funny i didn't even clock it as hard as you did oh oh, you're but you're so correct you're so right she does she flips a switch right away and it's right after she tried to pass him off to somebody else yeah she dislikes him so much yeah i can't i also can't imagine as a therapist finding out that somebody can read like thoughts and then just being like, okay, go out in the world. <laughs> Bye. We've talked for three minutes. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you're probably going to be, uh, uh, there's going to be a deluge of, uh, very intrusive thoughts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> above and beyond the normal. Mm-hmm. I'm not worth it. Maybe my boss doesn't like me. Yeah. My girlfriend says she loves me, but maybe she does. You know, I'll, uh, those are, those are all self-contained, but you're just like, now you're dealing with other people's trauma. You're dealing with other people's like the emotional toll that would take on you is honestly overwhelming. Um, I can't think of a man that would deserve this power less. <laughs> exactly. I can't think of a man. He literally, this is like, 
This is like within the first five minutes of this movie, I feel like. I feel like it's in the first five minutes. He goes into a coffee shop, pretends to bump into a woman, and grabs her tit. Yeah, yeah, that was a move. That was a smooth move. Oh, Lord. You know what? Anytime I see something like that, I don't think, well, there's a ladies' man. (laughs) There's a guy who knows how to charm. I go, there's a fucking creep. There's a predator. There's a predator out on the prowl. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, God. Just, oh, I'm so so sorry. Just, you know what I mean? That whole, like, obviously, this is a routine he's done before. And then he immediately goes up to. Cuts uh, in line, I think. Cuts in line, goes up to the uh, barista, Lola. And is like yeah, played by uh, uh, Peter Parker's uh, aunt, aunt uh, May. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> yeah, Marissa Tomei. Uh, aunt May. Hot Aunt May. Hot. Just she's so hot. She's <laughs> oh, unbel- yeah. She's so hot for all of time. Good for you, by the way, Marissa. If you're listening, congratulations, congratulations. You, you did it. You did it. You made it. You're fucking gorgeous. Okay, so he comes in and he's. This is the routine. She knows this man. He comes in to drink coffee all the time. She asks him, "Please stop asking. Please me. stop asking me out. Okay, please stop." I know who you are. <laughs> you do this every day. And I'm not emotionally like all right with this. Okay. Like if I wanted a fling, I'd have it, but I don't want, I don't want to be yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Does not want to be hurt. Is what Doesn't she want says. to be hurt. Explicitly. Explicitly. Yes, 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 yes. And then, so he gains this power later in the movie and then goes back and immediately uses it to get her to go out with him. Yeah. Immediately uses this to get her to go out with him. And then sleeps with her right away. <laughs> yeah. Best sex of my life kind of thing. Da, 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 da. Cause he can hear her thoughts. And we also find out that he's a terrible lay up until this point. <laughs> okay. Which surprises nobody. No, surprises no one. If it is a revelation to you that women have thoughts, it will blow your mind that they have a clitoris. <laughs> Yeah, that's just factual right there. Yep, yep, you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> I think I broke Rebecca there. Yeah, I, sorry. I, you, she, she took a step away yeah, from the yeah, microphone. Yeah, I had to get her away because I was going to actually pop the mic. I could feel it in my in my lungs happening. I'm like, I'm about to blow this out. <laughs> It'll ruin all of your ears right now. I need to take a step away. Uh, yeah. But then he doesn't call her. But then, yes, immediately. And he, like, heard this whole dialogue of just, like, don't, like, oh, I hope he can't hurt me. Like, he better not hurt me kind of thing. Like, I can't yeah, be hurt yeah, again. Yeah. I can't imagine listening to somebody. I, I, okay, listen, I've gone on dates with guys before where, like, I can feel within, like, I'm like, oh, you haven't even said these words out loud, but you have conveyed to me a sense of either you like me way more than I like you yeah, or yeah, vice yeah. versa or whatever. Right. And you can always feel that. I don't go, okay. Like if I can feel somebody likes me more than I like them, I step out. I go, Hey, sorry. Like, I just don't think we're looking for the same thing here. And like, whatever. Yeah. The fact that he just goes through this whole thing, having this information doesn't call her and it's supposed to be fine in the eyes of the movie because like he he's like in love with Darcy who's like this more mature together you know what I mean the, I, I feel like the movie kind of views Lola as very disposable yeah and, and she's not in my very mind very unfair because yeah. like I think you can make an argument where it's like you know you go on a date with somebody you sleep with them whatever and one person is like oh that was just like a fun one night fling and the other person being like 
I don't want to do this if I'm going to mm-hmm. get hurt again and it'll hurt me. And like, if you don't know that, there's like room for negotiation. It's gray area. Mor- morally, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the second that you do know that, yep. that becomes a very cruel and uh, uh, intentional thing. Mm-hmm. And the way that they get out of it, like clearly this woman is despondent over this. Like she's very upset. She shows up at his apartment and I hated this scene so much. Me too. I Where hate- she goes, what is, <laughs> what, why, why is it, are you gay? Because that's the only way that you would know the things that you do. That's the only way that you would be sensitive and be listening and all the rest. And I was just like, that is such a fucking narrow view of what, like there's a whole 2022 uh gender sexuality yeah. spectrum thing that like we 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 this movie is too dumb to get but even oh, at yeah. even at its most basic level that's like that's so fucking insulting to men in general like you don't need like the fact that like you're if you're sensitive or you know how to listen or you 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 know what that yeah. you know that mm-hmm. therefore you would have to be gay. It's like and I'm not saying that's wrong to be gay. I'm not saying that like you can't be that and gay. I think you could be probably be a horrible person like Nick and be gay. You know, yeah. like it's like yes, absolutely, like absolutely. Horribleness is a spectrum. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gender, sexuality, it's and horribleness sides. is it's the, everywhere. Horribleness yes. is the z-axis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can be a pansexual asshole. <laughs> You certainly can. Yeah, you can be a gender non-conforming dickhead. Mm-hmm. You can be a, yes, whatever it is. No, you're right. She really does kind of post it up as like, well, you're all of these things, and you don't want me. So, so clearly, that's the only. Yeah, I was just like, man. No, no, no. I hate like, that. What whole a scene. fucking nugget of yeah toxic masculinity. I guess, and it was also supposed to be like kind of him like being like nice to her or something in some weird twisted way or like kind of releasing her in a way that she could mentally accept. And he even pauses on it. Cause like, it's not even like he wants to say it. There's actually a scene even earlier that really bothers me Yeah, where, um, so his coworker, I can't remember his shitty coworker. Oh, um, his friend. Uh, his friend. It doesn't matter. His yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. His friend. At one point, he hears um, one of the women at the workplace, like her internal thoughts, going like, "Oh, I think that guy's gay, and he makes too much money." Yeah. That's her thought on this this gentleman, right? And when he uh, and when Nick hears that, he immediately takes his arm off his friend and like kind of dusts oh, yeah, his hands, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like. What the fuck is that? What is that? I don't like it. I don't like the the texture of it's fucking disgusting. It's just like such a weird beat for me and I fucking hate it. And this this whole movie kind of has this like little just drip drops of homophobia in it and it's oh, just yeah, like yeah. Ugh. early 2000s gay Ugh. panic all the way through it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. is that early 2000s gay panic. Yeah. It's too ugh. It's too much. I want to pitch you one thing here. Okay. Which is um in my experience love it already i don't think <laughs> um being able to read minds would be that useful because for me i often don't know what i'm thinking mm. like most of my thoughts only become coherent thoughts after i say them are you the same way like i just picture someone reading my mind and it being like whoop, ba, doop, boop, ba, 
bah, bah, yeah, pick up groceries. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, like the same like word, like a lyric repeating over and over, okay, you know, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, uh, like even just the notes for this, I'm like, I have thoughts, but like until I write them down, it's like, there's nothing, there's no cohesive sentence like thoughts in my head until I say them. No, Are, I got full conversations going on. Yeah? <laughs> no, like no, I got full be... sentences, like full dialogue going on in my head. Not at all times. Not like, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? This constant barrage. Wait, you, sometimes I'm just thinking pizza. I want pizza. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes it is as simplistic as that. But like, I definitely have like long periods of time where I'm actually just like talking to myself in my own head. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and like, I, I, I guess I do talk to myself, but a lot of times it's like, how do I actually feel? Like, am I hungry? Do I feel hungry right now? Is, Am I stressed yeah. out? Am mm. I tired? Like just my my own awareness of how little I am in touch with my thoughts and feelings and how how I have trouble interpreting them. I can't imagine it wouldn't just come out as some sort of garbled salad of oh. like. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And this is why this would personally be my like it would just be a personal nightmare of mine. OK, right. Because, you know, when you like, OK, when we get out of a show and you hear somebody saying something about the show. Okay. okay. And you can hear that and you can hear them talking about the show. What's your move? Uh, generally try and like get away. Right. <laughs> okay. And that's what I do too. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. Okay? I don't want to hear about gray, it. You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that comedian. Mm. Cause you know, it's going to turn to shit talking somebody or well, like, like and, and just the point I, in my mind is this wasn't meant for me. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when someone's speaking unfiltered, sometimes it's even exaggerated of how they really feel. You know what I mean? Like you can even, you could be put down even higher than they even like, like genuinely feel about you or whatever. Right. Plus it's just, it's none of my business. It's literally none of my business. I'm not a part of this conversation. It gives me anxiety. Like if I heard, like say it was like going to my group of friends house or something like that. And I could hear them say my name through the door or something. I'm walking away. I'm not listening. I'm coming back and knocking really loud. Okay. Cause I don't want to hear this. It's not for me. Yeah. If I Rebecca could hear. Rebecca's coming upstairs. Rebecca's coming. Rebecca's coming. says knock, knock, knock. Knock, knock. Coming down. <laughs> you talking about me. <laughs> okay. Because it's just like, it's none of my business. I don't need to know. Okay. Yeah, if you yeah, have something yeah, to say, yeah, yeah. say it to me directly. That's what I want to hear. I don't want to hear your internal thoughts. I have too much anxiety for people's thoughts. Okay. I have way oh. too much anxiety for others. Okay. I am running a constant commentary in my own fucking dome okay I don't need secondary third people in this yeah. okay it's ridiculous and, and even if they even if you're th if even if you're reading thoughts and they're not saying bad things about you if they're thinking nice things about you oh. I have a thing where you're like I can't take a compliment no, no, are no, you kidding no, me no, and like to have no, to be no, no, subjected no. to that it's like you know I think Rebecca you're a really nice person and a wonderful friend and I love you like look at how uncomfortable <laughs> you're getting I genuinely mean that <laughs> if you had to like yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm like, oh, is that love? Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> That's when your brain starts making yeah, yeah, noise. Yeah, like, yeah 100%. To... Yeah. So just like, it's not something I would ever, yeah, like I can see why it would be torture. I wouldn't yeah. want it. I don't think it would be like sick. This is like. A... It would be a huge responsibility and a, and, mm. and a burden. Yes, it would be. And at no point does he use it for good. No. <laughs> at no point does it. No hey, point. Okay, no, he does. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> we got to talk about the... the yeah. Uh, Judy Greer, who's... Yes. Uh, I always love to see oh, her. Oh, she's so... And normally fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, underused Judy Greer yes, in this. Yeah, yes, for absolutely sure. Absolutely underutilized. It's like we used the sheepish, sheepishness of Judy Greer. No, and I And did want, not use that for its own hilarity. I want arrested development, Judy Get Greer. Get a lot of... Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want. I just want hours and hours of that. She was fucking spectacular in that show. Um, her name, by the way, on IMDb is specifically Erin the File Girl. Yeah, yeah. She's, it's like, it's, I don't, I just think that's so funny. Erin the File Girl. Okay, so her whole arc is that he kind of hears that she has these internal suicidal thoughts like nobody notices me they won't know i'm missing files would pile up before anyone knew i was gone yeah. and his response to this is oh she's kind of funny <laughs> he literally yeah, says that she, she never actually says anything funny no. self-deprecating no no no, no. no, no. it's all problematic yes um, and it's like you should have intervened sooner wake more the, literally oh. the last minute she had written the suicide note yes. and was like in he her He breaks apartment. into her home. <laughs> Which, you know, you know someone's going to self-harm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, no, no. I'm not, my my point is, is that we didn't need to get to that point. You knew we were gearing up to this the whole time and you just kept going, call her she's a silly woman, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, you call her into your office and you go, listen, Aaron. I seem I a little sad, a, yeah. I notice you have a hard time. Do you need some time off? Like, what do you need? You know, like you have that compassionate conversation. Mm-hmm. When you first learn of it. Yes. Don't not th- two weeks later as you're like yeah. trying to fuck your boss and like screw her over at the same time. Yeah. And getting mad or whatever. It's like that's so he. Yeah. Last minute. Hail Mary pulls that off. But I also don't think that what he does. He's like, well, I, I she wanted to be a copywriter and I kept blowing her off. Um, so my solution to her being mm-hmm. suicidal is. I am now going to make her a copywriter <laughs> yeah. f- without really looking at her work or her resume. And that's, I don't think, doing anybody any services who's in a situation like that. Like, I don't think more responsibility and more um, more on you is going to necessarily help at that point. Well, the, you know, the point like, is, if, if that it was even the desire... Once you're in that type of mental state, you do need other inner. You need yeah, more yeah, yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. You need yeah, other interventions. More than just he should have came job. in and been like, "Listen, I know the name of a terrible therapist." <laughs> okay, <laughs> she will somehow tell you how to use this yes. for your own advantage. No, 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 no uh, don't worry. She'll flip it for you. She'll you flip be, it. If you become a ghost, you could rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Everyone who is wrong do. <laughs> yeah, like it's just so, he does so nothing yeah. and like immediately leaves. It's like, oh, I gotta go You're make fine. sure. You're fine. Yeah. Um, it's my daughter's prom tonight. I've forgotten also. I'm, I'm also gonna, gonna go see Darcy. I'm also gonna terrible advice again. And yeah, like, like I, I, the one thing he does say to his daughter where I'm like, okay, I'm glad you said that at least is he says, you're so much smarter than me. And I'm like, good. Yeah. I'm glad you recognize that because she fucking is. <laughs> she's so much smarter she's, than you. It's crazy. She's, she's weirdly going to be fine. Like she is weirdly going to be fine. That mother is doing just a fucking bang up job. She really is. And it's kind of presented like she's like a little, I don't know, like a little too. Like a bit of a bimbo is kind of like the, waspy kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but like the entire time, I'm like, everything she's saying is factual. <laughs> yeah. She is so on top of her daughter's shit. It's like literally like, okay, so I sent a schedule to you, the doctor, the office, like everybody has a schedule. They have our itinerary because yeah. she's going on her honeymoon yes. is essentially why she's gone for these mm-hmm. two weeks. Um, and like they kind of imply like, oh, he's she's marrying for money because look at this loser she's marrying. I'm sorry. After you were married to that hurricane of a man, mm. Yeah, man, go for the stable, cool dude who... That's why every... Okay, that's why every... Oh, you wear a beeper on your belt? That's why okay. every Maybe stepdad... Maybe not at your wedding. Maybe not at your wedding. No, 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 <laughs> but like... That's why like every stepdad in those like 90s Disney movies were, were, were fucking goobers and like... You know what I mean? But just like these these guys that are like, oh, I bake cookies and shit. And it's just like, yeah, because she was tired of Tim Allen calling her a liberal cock every day. Okay? <laughs> she needs the cookies now. Yeah. She needs the better guy. She needs the guy that she can talk to about her ex-husband being a piece of shit. Yeah. Hundred percent. That man looks like he's a good listener. Good listener. They (laughs) sit down. They have a they crack open the Mm -hmm. Pinot Grigio. You know, they're having a good talk on the yes. Um, I also just need to point out this is so indicative of Nick and like we've we've already dunked on him for so long. Oh, but like I'll do another round. Who who he get? His big thing is that he is mad at Darcy for stealing his job. Um. That anger is so misplaced because well, it's no not point, his job. It's not his job. <laughs> yeah. And Darcy's not the one that took it from him. Mm-hmm. At no point is he mad at Dan, the guy who literally gave her the job, who passed her over. He he gets told, he gets he gets the uh, the the uh, respect of being brought into the office for a one-on-one meeting to be told, No, you thought you were up for this, you ain't getting it. I hired somebody else. Mm-hmm. Here's my reasons why. Pretty pretty good move on Dan's part, I would say. Yeah. Like, nip this in the bud now. Couldn't mm-hmm. tell you before because it was hush-hush. This is just getting the job. And he goes back to the office and goes, yeah, you know, like immediately starts fuming about women. And you're like, that isn't the person who did this to you. Dan yeah. is. You know, because we've all been passed up for stuff that we thought we should have had. Mm-hmm. But it's that person. But he's so, like, women bad that it just, he turns to that right away. It's like, she stole my job. Yeah. The person who takes the job that they're offered didn't take your job, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she wasn't doing some play behind the scenes, some, like, office politics shit to, like, get the one up on you to steal your job. Like, there's a version of that that exists. But she came in from a different organization with zero knowledge of what's going on. Dan is the guy that you're mad at. Oh, for sure. Or even yourself. Yeah. For not presenting enough different ideas for like, because he knows he's hit a wall. He's not good at this part. No. He gets home. He starts trying that stuff on, which he's really reluctant to do. And I don't understand why. Like, I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, man, I don't, none of that stuff bothers me. Like, we uh, one time we had a Manscaped sent us some stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 you, yeah. you better believe I, I put a little ball toner on my face. <laughs> I wanted to see what happens. Hey, you just want to see what happens, okay? I'm not a, I'm not beyond it. I'm not beyond it, no, okay? No, no, no. This is a safe space, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I just don't understand why he's so like, like it's all, it? it's a lot of Sinatra, isn't it? Yeah, Through he's this, a lot the Sinatra, of, which like, is also like, yeah, that 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 lines up. <laughs> you, yeah. you you really like a man that was notoriously bad to women? Yeah, <laughs> woo. This is what it is: leather cigars, Frank Sinatra, and uh, women have thoughts. Yeah, no, and, and I just a, think 
Yeah, like he truly, I don't understand this whole thing of like, even like, uh, and I know, you know, it's things are different and things feel different now, but just even like Darcy being like, oh, she's 15 dating an 18 year old. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> that'll happen. <laughs> Daughters. No, no. Someone sound the alarm. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. It, that part really bo- I think yeah. that part really grossed me out. No, the part and the part that bothered me was at the end where he confesses everything to her. He's like, I stole every single one of your ideas and I sabotaged your career. Mm. But in the process, I discovered you were a human being and I started to fall in love with you. And she goes, well, you're fired. Which is <laughs> the correct. right move. Yeah, correct. And then she goes, but I want to be with you as a, like romantically. And you go, that's not the move. No, like, no, I was no. just like, oh, just have the balls to be like, you're fired. Mm-hmm. What an awful thing to do to me. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship mm-hmm. with that person. I wouldn't want that person working for me and I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with that person. Yeah. It's not like they have a long history and it's like he fucked up once. This is like you just started dating them and that was their opening move. No, have a little self-respect, Darcy. She also has a history of dating people in her workplace because she mentions that. Yeah, she and does. And you're just like... That's a bad move. Yeah, That's you got to take move. some time off. Okay, yeah. like getting fired might have been great for you, actually. Yeah. Although Get. that apartment is awesome. Yeah, oh. yeah, I see why you wouldn't want to give that up. Yeah, although the funny thing is anytime, because when they go to um, Aaron, the file girl's yeah. <laughs> apartment, the whole thing is supposed to be like, oh, we're in, we're in like the back alley of Chinatown. Look at this. Look at this shitty apartment. Every time I see a shitty apartment in a movie, I'm like, that is a beautiful apartment. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, that would cost so much money. <laughs> You've got room in there for a camera crew and a person? You have separate <laughs> rooms. You have separated rooms. Okay, like what? I don't know. I always yeah. love that switch of like, well, obviously they're not living in these apartments. And it's like, well, yeah, but this isn't. I have to assure you, this is not bottom of the barrel living. No, 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 no. Not no. even fucking no. close. You got a good deal on that. Also, I love the, I love the that like even at this point in history, we're still just like, yeah, electricity's magical. No one really knows how that works. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, if you get if you get struck by lightning, you'll switch bodies or you'll have mm-hmm. the ability to learn. That's like it's just some sort of weird alchemy. If you mix the right elements is it'll give you superpowers. I was like that. We know like this shouldn't, but bo- it doesn't really bother me. I weirdly do accept it in movies, but I'm like, mm. we know what electricity is. That's so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. We know we we've known for like 200 years moving charges and all the rest. And we know for the most part, it mostly just kills you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I get that. But I mean, I bought into it. I mean, there's stuff. He got electrocuted they... three, times three times in two Christ. weeks. Yes. Cause he tries to undo it and gets struck by lightning. Yeah. Can you imagine feeling so offended by women's thoughts that you're like, well, I might just die. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather die than listen to broads. So yeah, yeah. my God, <laughs> which is so funny. So just very quickly before we start wrapping up, I would love to talk. What is your opinion of that scene where he's like, he pitches that commercial for Advil. Okay. And that woman won't. And I just kept thinking, he's like, come on, you know, you do this. And I was like, is this, is this not a workplace? 
It, Nick, what the fuck? So not only did you steal this idea, but yeah. then when it didn't go well, okay, because it's not even your idea. And this woman knew it wasn't a good idea because she would have said it out loud right. if she thought it was. Then you try and out her very personal information in front of all of her coworkers and will not stop because people don't like your idea. <laughs> Fuck off! Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a terrible idea for a commercial. No, 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 I, think I don't. Dar- think. I think Darcy's like, yeah, I don't think Advil would go for that. I agree, but like, I think he pitched it well. I think going to going to like, come on, you do this is like real wow, stupid aggressive. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm like, not even are you're you're not only stealing, but you're badgering these women. <laughs> well, and I think that brings up an interesting point where you go. One thing that he never hears is the rationale for why they're not saying that out loud. You know, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like he's been like half a woman for a day, yeah. and he's like, "Well, obviously, we need to say all of this out loud." And it's yeah. like, "No, no, no!" Like, because that woman's full thought is like, huh, "They should, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I pop an Advil when I'm too tired to have sex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Say I've got a headache, but obviously, I'm not going to pitch that because that would be insane." Is yes. her thought. Is also not something uh, a, a medication company would be like, exactly. you can take it when you don't need it. Legally, no, I, don't I don't think you think, can say that. I don't think, yeah, and she's <laughs> probably thinking that, right? Yeah. Like all those thoughts went through her head and he just like gets the most base level glean. Ugh. Yeah, because yeah. you have that. You have the, I have a thought. Mm-hmm. Don't say that thought. Oh, of course, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, you and ever met the people the that don't have the don't say it thing? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uncomfortable. Fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Anyway, I don't know. If it, guys, this is one of those ones where you don't you don't need to rewatch it. You don't. Absolutely you not. You really don't. You've you've heard it here. This we've described everything that happens in this movie pretty much. It's it is so bizarrely unpleasant. It, it really, it really, 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 really is. Because I think it's like that time frame where you're like, this shouldn't be so bad. Uh-huh. Because it's like Modern-ish, like I guess twenty years, but Jesus, uh, ha, we're so old. You're so old, but you're like it shouldn't be that bad, and then it's like so much worse than you remember it. It really is, and I think, and I, I'm just gonna jump back to my first point. I think it goes in um, it, the the crossroads of the Mel Gibson hate and yeah. how shitty of a character it is. It's literally unforgivable. Yeah, it's unforgivable. Okay, like it needs to be Tom Hanks, or it's just not gonna go. Tom Hanks could have knocked this out of the yeah, park. He we would have watched yeah, this again. Yeah. We would have been like, any other person who played this would have been a monster. Yes. Here we are defending him. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, no. Give me some Tom Hanks. And I'm sorry, and guys. I know this uh, this episode is more the hero was so severely wrong <laughs> and not the villain. But was I mean, right. if you look at the, like Darcy is a competent. <laughs> Oh yes, successful woman. If if on any level you believe she is the villain, then yes. But I just don't think even the movie has that point yeah, yeah, of view. Yeah. It's he's wrong and he learns his lesson. But we not, both agree he doesn't learn his no, lesson. He, does not. he never learns it. He's a terrible man the whole he way through. Continue being a villain. Oh, they're getting up. Yeah, they're they're breaking up. They're breaking up. <laughs> Darcy, I hope you break up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I think we're timed for a definitive ranking of how good the villain is. Uh, unless there's anything else you want no, to spot no, off no. on. No. So I'm doing the, um, I'll, I'll go first. Cause I, uh, uh, you know, that's definitely what this episode is about. Men going first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love you. 
the so, best. Yeah. Oh. So I'm gonna, I've got the uh, what women hate scale. Yeah. Uh, asterisk based on my personal experience as a cisgendered <laughs> heterosexual man. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is the this is what women hate. Uh, uh, so on a scale of unequal ha- unequal pay, sure. all the way up to uh, being told to calm down. Oh, you're nailing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give uh, Dan. I'm going to give Dan the boss. Uh, oh, Alan, okay, all those yeah, characters yeah, yeah. who I'm going to vote. Um, I'm going to give him a uh, beating them in Settlers of Catan. Uh, <laughs> I, I just do press, hate that. I do they, hate they that. They really do seem I to do hate, hate that. that. I that have, is actually correct. I have exes. <laughs> And the maddest they've ever been at me <laughs> is when I beat them at Settlers of Catan. Ah, oh, man. Uh, I can't believe... We, had a, we used to have a language for that. It was, I'm not mad at you, I'm Catan mad at you. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. blowing my mind yeah. right now, Craig. Also, we got to tie on some Catan we, we do, yeah, Whoa. absolutely. Well, let's do that for sure. <laughs> uh, let's set a date. Uh, so I'm giving Dan Wanamaker, uh, the boss... Uh, 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 beating the Masters of Catan because he saw the lay of the mm-hmm. land, made some smart strategic choices, and it paid off. Oh, great! You know what? I know and this is—I know he's supposed to be our hero, but I am ranking Nick. There's, there's no rules. <laughs> there are, no, you know what? You're right. There are no rules. <laughs> We're in charge. We do what we want. What the fuck am I talking about right now? Holy Hannah. Okay. So I've got, so I'm ranking Nick and I've got a, um, things I don't want to be called. <laughs> um, so from uh, little girl to old broad, I'm going to give uh, Nick a baby. You make me want to peel all my skin off. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. I never want to be called baby ever. <laughs> Unless it's like in that ironic kind of like, you know what I mean? That like fast. Hey, speed. baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, I'll take that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. If you mean it's serious, get out. Yeah, get, get out. out. Get, get out. out. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, but we're going to get to our heroes and villains in uh, of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. So first of all, uh, uh, Patreon. Uh, we are on Patreon. It's a uh, monthly subscription service where you get benefits for supporting the artists you love, and hopefully that's us. Uh, Patreon.com slash the villain was right. Um, if you sign up there, uh, we've got rewards at every tier uh, or lots of tiers. One dollar a month gets you ad-free episodes. Uh, so check that out if you want to support that. And uh, we also have uh, voting on our monthly audience choice episodes. Um, as well as two bonus episodes every month, a Craig pick, a Rebecca pick. Uh, this month, my pick is uh, Clue. So uh, <laughs> Such an want, unhinged movie. Such an unhinged movie. <laughs> Check it out if you want to hear us. Maybe talk about some movies where the villain yeah. wasn't right. Yeah. Uh, we open it up a little, we get a little loose and crazy. Um, but yeah, if you want to support the podcast that way, absolutely great. If not, just uh, hop on whatever service you use to listen to podcasts and leave us a quick rating or review. It helps more people discover the podcast and all the rest. And if you want to get in touch with us. As always, you can follow us at VW. WR podcast on Twitter, Villain Was Right on Facebook, and Villain Was Right at gmail.com if you want to send us something long. And guys, now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so I've got a uh, I've, uh, I've got a, a, a little story, a hero here in my mind, um, which is, uh, I'm going to tie into this episode where I, I'm going to say that uh, I know what this woman wants. Uh, <laughs> So um, what happened was I was on the road uh, recently up in Ottawa and uh, the one night we had this show and uh, I I was hosting. So like found out that there was this uh, group of women having and she was having her 31st birthday. Right. And they were perfectly fine throughout the show. You know, as the show goes on, you know, you can tell they're getting a little more into it. They're like pointing like she does that, you know, that kind of (laughs) stuff. Having a good time, not at all disrupting the show. I have to I have to make that so clear. They weren't a bother whatsoever. 
But then the show ends, and it becomes very clear that they are all very, very, very drunk. Oh, okay, like, yeah. And, like, having fun kind of drunk. Like, they're getting up and dancing in the aisles to the songs that they're playing after the show's done. Yeah. They're, like, hanging on And there's no other. room for that. There's no room for that. <laughs> they're, like, they're hugging each other, and they're, like, running up and trying to get, like, photos with the comedians and all the rest. Like, and again, just having a really good time had a little too much to drink. So I'm sitting in the back of the room kind of watching this happen, you know, handing out business cards mm-hmm. as people are leaving. And this woman comes up to me. She goes, I volunteered to be designated driver for these women. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, okay. And I was like, good for you. She's like, I'm 40. What am I doing? She's like, it's like they've never been in public before. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Look at them. Look at what they're doing. And then then she goes, uh, she's like, I'm sorry. I just felt like I could vent to you. You have very nice teeth, by the way. Girls, get your shit. We're going. Like the combination of, um, I'm 40. What are what am I doing? You have really nice teeth, by the way. Girls, get your shit. Let's go. <laughs> like oh, just the yeah. I want to party le- with that the woman. The left yes. field compliment is just love it. Mama, mama, she's my hero of the week. That's very funny. I like that a lot. That's great. Yeah. And I want to hang out with that woman. She right. Sounds exactly. Sick as hell. Exactly. Yes. She the, sounds amazing. Love her. Love her. <laughs> Okay, guys, I've got a I've got a hero villain combo uh, for you this week. It's uh, I call it the potato story. Um, <laughs> Craig's already kicked. I know this story. <laughs> Very good. okay. It's it, it's a great story to kind of uh, just show. What level of pettiness I'm about and my family's about? What we like, okay? What kind of level of pettiness we like? Anyway, so um, I was dating this guy one time, and I had finally... uh, I was bringing him over to, like... I think maybe... I don't think it was, like, the first time he had met my parents. He probably met them a couple times, whatever. But we're over at my parents' place, and um, my parents are, like... uh, They're folksy people. They're... You know what I mean? Like, they're... They're very, very nice people. They're very yeah. accommodated. They're like, get, but they're also not going to hand on you weight and foot or hand and foot or anything. It's kind of like beers in the fridge, have as much as you want. That's the kind of attitude of our house. Also, the attitude of our house is we generally like growing up, we do pretty simple cooking. Now I've kind of grown up. I love to cook now. So I'm like a big, like I'm going to do some gourmet shit, whatever. But like before it was like meat potatoes, we'd have meat potatoes and a veg. And that's kind of what we would do, right? Maybe a pasta here or there, but for pretty much meat, veg, potato. So we're over, we're having dinner. And in my family, we just do boiled, like just straight up boiled potatoes. Okay. I know that sounds kind of weird, but they're just boiled potatoes. And then you make them on your plate. Like, how do you, do you want butter on them? Do you want salt, pep? Like whatever you want, you just do them up on your own plate. Okay. That's how we do it. No problem. Potatoes are potatoes. Delicious in any form, in my opinion. Okay. Love that starch. Oh, yeah, man. I love a good root vegetable. Come on now. Anyway, so uh, we, so we're, we're, we're sitting around the table, and we start eating, and this guy starts like ragging on my dad about these potatoes. He's like, ooh, Mr. Re- boiled potatoes. Wow. So delicious. Yum, yum. And I like... I'm about to fly at this man. Okay, because you don't, you don't do that. Okay, you don't do that. I come from a family where, like, Craig, if I was over at your house and you served me a literal shit sandwich, I would eat it and say thank you so much. That was delicious. Thank you. Love you. That was great. Thank you for the food, sir. Okay, like, that's just how yeah, yeah. I was raised. Absolutely. Just politeness. Push it around on your plate. Take three bites. Say it was great, but you're just so full. And then that's it. Okay, if you don't like it, that's it, right? 
and I'm about to fly at this man. Okay. I am not pleased. You don't make fun. You, you know what I mean? You don't rip all my family. Okay. Like even as small as that is like, I just find it so rude. Okay. I yeah. really, really bothered me, but my dad is very, he seems very, he's laughing. He's kind of like joking with them back and forth. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm wrong here. Like maybe this is like a joke. Like, cause like they'd gone out fishing before. I was like, maybe there's like a, they have like a, a communication yeah. level that I just don't understand here. Everybody seems kind of fine. Maybe this is just me. Years later, <laughs> swear to God, this is true. Okay. And this is how insane I am. Okay. Years later, I'm talking to my dad about this guy and I go, okay, dad, I know this is going to sound so strange. This is going to sound crazy. Okay, but I'm just wondering, I've always wondered, did you notice when he w mentioned the potatoes and my dad gets this huge smile on his face and he goes, did I notice if he mentioned the potatoes? He goes, did you notice that every time you guys come over here, I serve him boiled potatoes? <laughs> I had no idea through this entire relationship. Every time we went over, my dad was serving this guy. Fuck you, potatoes. Every single fucking time with a huge smile on his face. Like, here you go. Here's your fuck you, potatoes. And it's so light and it's so nothing. But it just made me really feel like, yeah, yeah, I am a part of this family. I yep. am a part of this family. That's... <laughs> Fuck you, potatoes is so funny. And they are, that's what they are. They're I fuck know, you, potatoes. Fuck, fuck you, potatoes. It's like, <laughs> please tell me that's what you call them. Uh, that's now what I call them. Of course, yeah. they're fuck like, you, dad, potatoes. Dad, are we having fuck you, potatoes tonight? tonight? <laughs> Love that. Anyway, so that's my hero villain. I think we can tell who are the heroes and the villains of this story. You can make yeah. up your own decisions. <laughs> Perhaps my family is the villains. You're like, you guys are all crazy. What the fuck? Your dad is the hero. <laughs> Your dad is the hero. <laughs> anyway, that's my story for this week. Uh, guys, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, absolutely. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, if you're in Toronto, uh, I will be launching a brand new uh, live show uh, uh, June 25th, uh, 7 p.m. at Comedy Bar. It's called Encore Comedy. And uh, what it is is it's going to be three amazing headliner acts, um, each doing their thing. And then you, as the audience, interactively get to decide who you want to come on as an encore, uh, who you want to see more of. And we're going to connect you with those comedians as well so you can become true fans. It's going to be really fun. Come check it out. June 25th, 7 p.m. at Comedy Bar in Toronto if you're around. And uh, that does it this week for us on the podcast. Uh, tune in next week. It's our audience choice. We don't know uh, what's up yet. It'll be a fun one, whatever it is, because you guys always pick well. Yeah. well. You've been knocking it out of the park recently. Uh, absolutely. So uh, tune in for that. And until next time, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to just listen. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.